good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Wednesday, December 1st, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hello all, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Goodman. And I'm Tara Bolger. We come to you three times a week and bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We are going to be in John, and actually Tara preached on this, uh, or she didn't preach on it, it was the first lesson uh, a couple weeks ago, but we were off that week, and we wanted to go back and revisit it. But before we get to that reading, let us begin with a prayer. Our prayer today was written in the year 264 by Dionysus of Alexandria. Let us pray. God, good beyond all that is good, fair beyond all that is fair, in you is calmness, peace, and concord. Heal the dissensions that divide us from one another and bring us back to a unity of love, bearing some likeness to your divine nature. Through the embrace of love and the bonds of godly affection, make us one in the Spirit by your peace, which gives us and makes all things peaceful. We ask this through the grace, mercy, and tenderness of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Our scripture is from the Gospel according to John, chapter 14, verses 23 through 27. Jesus answered him, Those who love me will keep my word. And my Father will love them, and he will come to them and make our home with them. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the word that you hear is not mine, but it's from the Father who sent me. I have said these things to you while I am still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Do not, I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. Brett, we talk a lot about peace around the time of Advent. Why is that? It doesn't seem as if we live in a world that has peace. Yeah, I think I think we talk about it uh Again, it's multifaceted, as we kind of talked about on Monday. Usually with Advent, there's several layers to things. And I think first, when we think about the coming of Christ, um, you know, historically, it was uh, the people of Israel were hoping for a warrior, were hoping for a leader, and instead, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Jesus doesn't come uh, to lead militaries. Jesus doesn't come to... Uh, lead armies, but Jesus comes to reconcile, that Jesus comes to to bring peace. And so I think on the one hand, uh, re- we remember that. And then on the other hand, it's it's that looking forward, uh, looking forward peace. Um, I think of, there's a th- theologian, Jürgen Moltmann, who talks about um, the theology of hope. And he talks about because we know that uh, because we know that Christ is bringing peace, we know that Christ has brought peace, uh, that we as God's people are then to cultivate peace here and now at this time of history where we're at. Um, and so uh, I think that's why peace is, uh, revolves around Advent, because we, 
you cannot talk about Jesus Christ without talking about the peace that he brings, both uh, in relationships with others, relationship with God, uh, and your relationship within yourself. Yeah, I think, you know, I've read this passage a time or 20, and I think the part that stood out to me is that he gives us his peace, Mm -hmm. my peace I give to you. And when I think about what the peace of Christ might be, I think it's rooted in this idea that um, the Lord God is sovereign and God is with us and for us in prosperity and in despair. Um, in places of war and places with the absence of war. I just, there is a peace to knowing that God is in everything and trusting the God Mm -hmm. that is in everything. And I think that's really amazing. I also, I've shared this before, I think, which, boy, we've been doing this a while, if I'm repeating myself on the podcast, Mm -hmm. as opposed to every day. Um, But... You know, you and I have both been a part of the Credo program, which is something that our denomination puts on to get pastors to like have this time of retreat and um, take a closer look at their lives. And I remember being at Credo and thinking, what if the goal of my life was not what will make me happy, but what will bring me peace? Hmm. Like, what if every decision I made was measured against what brings me peace, not what's going to make me happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really eye-opening for me because there are some things I would do differently if that were the goal more than anything else. But I do love the season of Advent that reminds us that this is what Christ brings to the world. And though I may have just a little bit of an idea of what the peace of Christ is, there will also come a day when we will know it completely. And I very much look forward to that day. Yeah, that uh, that re that re uh, conception of peace and and that it's Christ's peace and not our own peace that we can't get to on our own makes me think of. I was just reading the story of um, Bill Hader, who is an actor and I comedian. Love him. Uh, he talks about riding the elevator to his SNL audition. Uh, and riding in the elevator is Andy Samberg uh, with him. And he looks over at Andy Samberg, and he notices he's wearing a backpack. And he thinks, oh, my God, he brought props. Are we supposed to bring props? Right. And then he later finds out from Andy Samberg, of, he looked over at Bill Hader and saw he didn't have a backpack and thought, oh, my gosh, should I not have props? <laughs> and I think that that's our default anxiety, yeah. right, is to look to the person next to us and be like, oh, no, am I doing this wrong? Yes. Is, is, is this wrong within me? Is this wrong within them? Uh, and and that is that is our default natural self. Um, but if we look to the Advocate, to the Holy Spirit, who brings the peace of Christ, uh, I think that that helps to get us outside of our own ego. Though it's a constant fight. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, for some of us, it's even harder yeah. than normal. <laughs> yeah, because I think that's where the the trouble. You know, at the, at the very end, do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not let them be afraid. Uh, I mean, that's. No pun intended. That's the heart of it. Yes, it is. Is that is what prevents us from peace, is our own uh, letting our hearts be troubled, our own fear, our own... uh... And I think it's interesting because I can only uncover that in myself if I take the intentional time to think about it, Mm -hmm. right? If I'm not just running through my day, I have to take 
for me, a time of kind of like evaluating where I am and how I'm doing is always a part of prayer Mm -hmm. Um, because that's the only way I can know, oh, you know what this is really about? This is about my fear that God is not going to be who I think God is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think, you know, I've been thinking a lot about, um, I've been thinking a lot about anxiousness and fear, and I think anxiousness has kind of become like a, cool to have especially amongst amongst my generation but but we use that word i think instead of fear uh because it has kind of a positive spin on it because it's like oh i'm just really anxious about this when instead it's actually oh i'm actually afraid and i don't want to do this and i think those are two different things i think anxiety is real and it's clinical and 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 it's and it's within us uh but because again i think it's specifically prevalent amongst my generation but amongst amongst the wider culture is like that's an excuse that you can just kind of let go uh but we use those two words interchangeably and i think they're different have you ever read a failure and nerve by edwin friedman i have not so uh, he was jewish he's passed away and he was a psychologist and he did a lot of work within congregations Hmm. and this was his last book and he said that of all the people in our society that people of faith should be the non-anxious presence in the world, Mm. and particularly leaders. We should be a non-anxious presence in the system because we're the ones who remember the Lord God. And I just love that. I I don't always pull it off. (laughs) I've got the book. I'll loan it to you. It's amazing. (laughs) The important reminder. (laughs) Uh, To close us out, we have a quote from Albert Schweitzer who says, until he extends the circle of his compassion to all living things, man will not himself find peace. That is so true. Hey, thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you'll come back on Friday. Now, may you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.